back to the Arson Entertainment Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about Little Women, a film that just recently came out on Christmas Day of December. Um, I'm Tessa Osborne, and I'm a co-host of the Dinner Table Podcast. I'm also sitting with Griffin Wiles and Anna Nichols. You guys want to introduce yourself? Tell them about yourself. Hey, I'm the social media editor at State News, just coming in because I love Little Women and Greta Gerwig. <laughs> And I am a Laura Dern enthusiast, also the other host of the Dinner Table Podcast. Awesome. So if you don't already know anything about Little Women, it is a film that takes place after the Civil War, and it's about Jo March, who lives in New York, and she's making her living as a writer, and about her sisters, um, like Amy and Meg and Beth, and then their adventures and like her father's away. So it's just kind of, it's more about like womanhood and girlhood, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But what were you guys' first um, like initial thoughts? Sarsha Ronan, great actress. Great actress. I love seeing mm-hmm. her and Timothy Chalamet working with Greta Gerwig, just mm-hmm. perfect Lady Bird. They did that one together. So it's just nice seeing them together again. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the cute little dance scene between Joe and Lori. Pure, who perfect. Who are Sarsha and Timothy's characters. That is the only moment in the movie where I understood Timothy Chalamet. Okay, unpopular. You late to the bandwagon. <laughs> I know. You cannot get on. No, I got on and then I got right back off. Yeah. You're off? Only mm-hmm. for that scene. Yeah. Only that. I think, like, for me, 20 minutes into the film, I really, like... I started to learn the characters. I think the only thing that was, like, really hard for me to understand 20 minutes in is, like, the time, how they, Greta Gerwig decided to communicate the time difference. Like, she would go from the past to the present, past to present, and it kind of took a couple times of her doing that for me to, like, kind of be like, oh, this is what the whole film's going to be like, like, the format, do you know yeah. what I mean? I, th- I think I got it the first time because I was like, it's a, w- no, because I was like, it's weird that they would just start with Joe because in the movie, spoilers, I Obviously, guess, yeah. In the movie, they started with Joe being in New York alone. So I was like, okay, like, it's about them together. So I was like, I know, I knew that they were going to go back to the past. Yeah. Like, throughout. So that wasn't, like, a shock to me. I felt some kind of way about the fragmented um, timeline. I actually didn't really like that. I I liked the movie. Mm -hmm. I did not like the cut back and forth. I think... It was perhaps probably necessary because yeah. it was so long, and so you need some resolutions and parts of it. Like you can't just, I don't know, for for it to start off with Joe needs to go home because Meg is sick. Perhaps you need to then see who Meg is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely like, especially because I think Greta Gerwig did like she did past to present, but the present was like. I feel like it was, like, weird because it was, like, the past present, if that makes sense. And then it went to more present. Like, you know what I mean, though? It was, like, reverse uphills. Like, they intersect. Like, so the one that was, like, present, she was, like, going more present. And then the past was going more past by the end of the film. I think it served well to a lot of people who didn't. Do you know what I'm saying? Who didn't read the book. It was perhaps helpful. Yeah, because did the book start... when they were kids and then yeah. just go okay but yeah comparing them is very hard apparently she like did this coloring to the past and the present like past was supposed to be like goldenish and it's supposed to like represent like when you think about your past it's supposed to like golden 
That's really cool. And then the present's supposed to be like very still, not moving shots, and they're supposed to be very cold. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, right. I feel like I can see that in her. No, I can see it. Yeah. I, I Isn't like there a color thing in, in Ladybird too? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's like warm colors in San Francisco or <laughs> Sacramento. 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 Yeah, it's Sacramento. <laughs> um, and then also like she did, um, like I know Greta Gerwig really likes to do her scenes as like paintings. Like she wants them all to look like paintings. Yeah. And I feel like she did a good job on that. Mm-hmm. They're so pretty. No, I did really like her direction. And like mm-hmm. when they were in the winter months, when they would have to go to the house, like especially the Christmas one where it was all yeah. golden in the house. Yeah. And even when they left, they were like they were still highly colored. Like, there were a lot of colors going on. Yeah. What would you say, like, out of your, like, for both of you, what was your favorite scene, like, artistically seen? Oh, Amy and her studio in, in, um, in France. That was good. Any, yeah, mm-hmm. any Amy in France, I would say. My favorite scene was, like, when Beth and Joe were on the beach, and then you saw the beach going up, mm-hmm. and they were sitting in the middle of the frame. Yeah. I really like, that was so pretty. Mm-hmm. Probably took a lot of work, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they, like, what they did for that one. True. I did like the beach scenes. Yeah. And then what was your favorite scene like? Like, you know, just like a normal scene. I think back to the Christmas scene, that was really done justice in the movie. Mm -hmm. Where when I read Little Women as a kiddo, I remember random moments, but I remember a lot of big ones. Like the initial dancing with with Lori was the big one, Mm -hmm. the romantic one. But I also remember the glove scene, too, where... I think Joe and Meg go to a dance and one of their pairs of gloves has like lemonade all over them. And so they each take one pair, one clean glove to like wear and then one dirty glove to hold. And like it speaks like the moments where Joe would be like, Meg said I can't do this. Meg Mm -hmm. said I can't do that. Like that was a big one. I remember that scene pretty vividly. But the Christmas scene, I didn't really remember that from the book. And I thought that was a very, like, powerful scene mm-hmm. in the movie. I liked when, so, like, after um, Amy gets, like, hit by her teacher, she goes into the, she goes into Lori's house, and then, like, all the sisters come and the mother comes, and then that, like, masculine house is, like, filled with, like, feminine energy, and it's, like, so exciting, and, like, they're just, like, very entertained. Like, these women are coming, and they're, like, filling the house with, like, just like love and like just like connectedness Mm -hmm. and then they leave and then it's so cold like it just immediately becomes so cold and they realize like they're just boring like like we're boring and they're like go back to work Mm -hmm. they're just standing there but yeah yeah they come in and they just like fill the room Mm -hmm. and so fun did any scenes jerk some tears i had one i had one and it was a stupid scene what got you it was when Lori's guardian i forgot he was his grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. When he was waiting outside the house after Beth died, <gasps> oh, and Joe true. came out there, it was so sad. That that was a tearjerker for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I f- yeah, I feel like that was same for me. I mm-hmm. remember that one. But it was it was weird sympathizing with him. It is it weird because I don't know because you read the book also, Tessa, right? I did not read the book, and you didn't. Re- okay, but like imagine you're reading a book where it's like this kind of like scary-ish like reclusive man yeah you're not really worried about his character like it would be like be having concern for i don't know the the old lady in great expectations (laughs) 
I, I understand the reference. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. like that's not a character that you would be concerned about, but in that moment, and in a couple other moments, like when he gives the piano mm-hmm. in the book, like there's not a lot of information about like Mr. Lawrence, but like in the movie, it, it makes him a person, yeah. and I care when he gives her the piano. I care when he's sitting on the steps. Um, listening to um, Meg play the piano, mm-hmm. and then That's I Beth. care when oh Beth, <laughs> I care when like Beth is playing the piano and he's listening very happily but also sadly, mm-hmm. and then I care when she's dead. <laughs> yeah, especially I think yes. also it's like weird because I kind of got concerned when she was alone in his house, you know, because just because like usually like with a lot of plot lines that we see today it's like he's gonna be like you know he's gonna do something like bad, predatory you know? yeah and i got really scared but it was like at the end he like realized it was like pure and like he loved her like as a daughter you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like Definitely. uplifting like not everything is like that yes yeah. and coming back to the death yeah the parallel i really did like how greta gerwig did the parallel of joe coming down and seeing like the first time she was sick and seeing like all of them at the table and yeah. it's like fun mm-hmm. and just coming and that I remember because it was warm when she went down the first time the and it was, time was so cold. bleak and cold yeah. and then they did that shot with like her hand gripping like the stairwell mm-hmm. and then also gripping that thing and it was like very anxious it was supposed mm-hmm. to like really represent her anxiety mm-hmm. yeah wow. so sad great performances all around by True. everyone 100% watching Floris Pew um <laughs> in Midsummer, and then play Amy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Insane. And there's been lots of articles about it and lots of commentary about it, but there's no words for watching someone play such a serious horror role and then play the doofus that is Amy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but I Amy agree. got her day in this movie. She did. Amy's not a character you like, like, in the book. Mm-hmm. It's like she, she took Joe's man... And she fulfilled this role for women that, like, is clearly expected in the movies. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the... I'm in the movie. But in the... Watching it, it... Oh. I Amy like, was yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy was really funny. I liked... Yeah, I liked the way Greta, like, portrayed the women. Like, even if they, like, got married to a man, it wasn't, like... I feel like they still were, like, individualistic, mm-hmm. which is good, I think, because... Mm-hmm. I do think Meg's yeah. identity was kind of tied... Well, her whole thing was kind of tied down in marriage. Mm-hmm. But, like, she was, like, marrying for love, and I think that was, like, a hard mm-hmm. concept. True, because I didn't think her man was that hot. Yeah. <laughs> Who would I you think prefer, her man or, or Timmy? Timmy. I liked, um, like, Meg's thing where she... Like, I liked for Joe to realize that, like, other women can have other things, and some of those things could be, like, following some misogynistic ideals. But they could, like... But, like... In a way that it's like they like want cooking, it, like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if she wants to marry a man, she like can marry a man, and it can be something she wants to do. Let's get our perspectives on the end because this is where we differ. Oh yeah, me and Griffin really we, we, fought we about beefed. This. We did beef about it. Yeah. What's the beef? So I've known a lot of people that have watched Little Women, and they always text me and they go, "I don't understand the end. What does the end mean? Did she get married? What does it mean?" I'm always like, "She did not get married. She did not get engaged." It's supposed to be cliche. Greta Gerwig says it's supposed to be cliche. She doesn't end up with anyone. She ends up with her book. But I still... What was the guy's name? The guy from New York. Fred... Started with an F. I don't know. I feel like it was Frederick. Fred. Fred. I do think Fred came back, and I do think he stayed, but I don't think they're married. 
Like they so. definitely went to the train station. I don't think so. But I don't think they ended up in a, like married. I don't even want to insert my BS opinion about this. What is it? I want to know. So in the book, they do get married, but just to throw things left field, and I've already told Griffin mm-hmm. my theory. I think at the end, when she's in the publisher's office, also at any point she's in the publisher's office, <laughs> Joe is never Joe. That's not Joe in the publisher's office. I think every time um, Saoirse Ronan, <laughs> I think every time Sir, I think every time Saoirse Ronan is in the publisher's office, she's actually Louisa. Who is the oh, author the, of the book? Who is the author? Mm-hmm. Louisa May Alcott. That makes sense. Because if Joe is fulfilling, because she likes teaching. She's yeah. good at it, and she does enjoy it. She's just like, I don't want to do that. I want to be a writer. So at the end, she's a teacher. She has her her, her schoolhouse. She has a life with her sisters and the past they've chosen. Lori's still a bud. Um, and she seems happy. It's the summer colors. And then it cuts to the very solemn, grim publisher's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the golden tip. I think it's a nod to the fact that Louisa was never married, and she didn't have her own children. She, I think, had um, close relationships with two of her sister's um, children. For the movie purposes, though, I think the, that Joe did not get married. I mean, obviously she didn't get married because he didn't see it, but like, I don't think she would, like, that character in the screenplay would not have ever gotten married. Like, yeah, she was like, it's but good. I think like also the ending is like, sad because like you see her like get what she wants like she gets that book but she's like doesn't look you know what I mean it's kind of like she's holding it as if she liked it but like like, her face yeah Mm -hmm. she's like I I need to do other things now like it wasn't yeah yeah, it's kind of depressing it's like like I feel like the world advertises to us that we have to make this one big achievement like when you get that achievement you like reach happiness and you're like forever fulfilled but like what actually happens is like you get there, and then you're like, what do I do now? Well, she only wrote that book, because she was, like, stopping writing. She only wrote that book for Beth. Oh, true, yeah. So maybe she's sad because she has this book in her hands, but, A, Beth isn't there. And then, two, it symbolizes that Beth's gone. Yeah. That's the end of Beth. Mm-hmm. Like, now that she finished that chapter, like, like <laughs> there, she can't write anymore. Like, Beth is that's now the end, just, yeah. she's just a character in a book now. That's so true. No, that's what it is. That makes sense. That was third eye. She reads. I don't know what, um, did you say that um, Greta had an explanation for the end? She said that, like, Joe wasn't married. And, like, she wasn't, like, that was cliche. Like, the she made, like, the rain scene where they were, like, oh, we're married. Like, yeah. supposed to be like that. But I don't, I didn't hear anything else about, like, what that meant. Like, if that's true. But I feel like it w- would be. Sounds true. But, like, for you, since you did read the book, how close... I read an article about it. I think Vox published one and said that Greta Gerwig was the best director, because there's been a few films of Little Women. Yes. That best director to communicate all of their stories. And do you, like, think that's true since you've read and watched both of them? I haven't seen the other movies. There might be two. I'm not sure. I do... I think each character in these movies got their day, Mm -hmm. where... I'm, I'm coming from the perspective of I read this when I was 10 or 11. 
from a 10 or 11 year old's eyes who really only cared about Joe and the bugs Mm -hmm. and the cute dancing scenes and that romantic ending. I wasn't paying attention to the role of women in in this time period, in the post-Civil War time period. So I, I was glad that it re-entered my life. I should reread the book because I think I would get new meaning from it now. I would get something close to that scene where Amy's explaining to Lori her kind of power in deciding into marriage mm-hmm. and like what her how she feels she can maintain some dignity in her lot in this life. But yeah, I, I would only come from the perspective of a, a little kid reading this book. And I, I don't know, I think it did a really good job to make me care about characters that were not Joe. Yeah. Like the mom. I wasn't thinking about the mom, mm-hmm. but then they made Laura Dern the mom, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I cared a then lot. Then I cared t- too much about the mom. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. now that you brought it up, I just have to say how much yes. I loved her quote where she goes, I'm mad all the time. I'm nearly mad every single day. Yes. And I was like, that is like such truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's just like, she's like, but I learned to like not be, like present the madness. But um, I have another question for you. So I also, in the article it said, that like a lot of movies portray like Amy, you're not supposed to like Amy, right? Because you're like reading it kind of no, from Joe's perspective. No, she steals the man essentially, yeah. and she does everything that your protagonist Joe is like. She, I'm yeah. against. She burns her script or like her story or whatever. Yeah, but like they said that in Greta Gerwig's adaptation, you really like got to like you got like you said earlier, you see um, Amy as like a holistic character. Like yeah. you don't just see her as like an enemy. Mm-hmm. You see like her sister like forgive her and be like. She's an absolute brat in the book. She's yeah. an absolute brat in the movie. But she's the comedic relief at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and a little bit through it because it's told in a non-linear mm-hmm. sense. I think Greta did an excellent job of making me care. I think that, one, it was casted excellent, mm-hmm. but she definitely took great care to put a little extra into Amy, knowing that she is like the anti-hero in the situation often perceived by readers. Mm-hmm. What's funny is I think the most underdeveloped character in the movie is Meg. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I feel like they could have completely eliminated the character of Meg and then the narrative still would have flowed the same. Yeah. And they had an actress playing her that we deeply care about. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought because of it's Emma Watson, she's essentially a Joe. Like, she was Hermione Granger as a child. Mm -hmm. She's a reader. She's always been a voice for literacy and women's rights. Like, she was supposed to be Joe. So I love that she's Meg in this because it speaks to a different kind. Because she's a feminist icon. She's, like, Mm -hmm. a UNICEF ambassador. Mm -hmm. But she's representing a different form of of the feminine choice. Mm -hmm. I can choose to be this. I can have dominion in this way. Yeah. That's what I liked about her character, too, because, yeah. like, I think even for me, it's, like, hard to accept, like, that women who do want to be, like, a housewife and stuff, like, that's okay. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, that can be feminism, too. And I think it, with that, it's, like, helps young girls and, like, also me be, like, no, like, people can be what they want to be, and that's feminism. What's interesting is Lori is not likable in the movie. I did not like Lori. I didn't think about mm-hmm. that for a sec. Lori's mm-hmm. kind of bad, especially in the one scene when 
Meg goes off to the debutante. And He's then so he, mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he basically, like, shames her for being, for, like, having fun. Yeah. Because yeah. they called her, like, Bethy or Becky or something. Is it Daisy? Daisy. Oh, it was Daisy, yeah. yeah. Um, before we go, one more thing that we got to touch on in two minutes because we got to go. Um, like, I know that Greta Gerwig played with, like, androgyny a lot with Joe's character and then Lori's character. So, like, Lori in the beginning of the film was, like, wearing this vest and he was also wearing this red scarf. And then by the end of the film, Joe's wearing it. Like, how do you, what are your opinions on that? What do you think about that? I thought Joe was going to turn out to be gay. Okay. I was kind of waiting because, like, I know that Greta Gerwig's, like, a very, like, she's very, like, present. Like, mm-hmm. she's very socially aware. She's very, like, I feel like she would be the director to make Joe gay. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting Joe to have this, like, realization. But, the, like, I realized there was, like, no female character who had been, like, prevalent throughout that she wasn't related to for her to be, like, like, I knew it to wasn't pr- going to happen. Yeah. But you you kind of, like, pick up on it a little yeah, bit. But yeah, but I kind of wanted. Like, wanted. that's what I wanted. Okay. What about you? I want to find the article where the literal title is, the like, the big thing about Little Women isn't that it leaves room for queerness, that it leaves room for sadness. And somebody retweeted it saying, joke's on you, I'm queer and sad. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah. But this movie does leave a lot of room for interpretation. We have three different ways of viewing the ending. There were some agreements, but ultimately I'm right. (laughs) 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 But in a movie that brings in, like, the thought of authorship and creativity, it's kind of cool that there is room for you to decide. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe Joe was queer this whole time. Maybe it's okay to be sad. Maybe... Um, the mom character was absolutely furious this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she might have. Mm-hmm. Even though she was downright angelic. Lord she was. <laughs> Amen. But yeah, sorry, that's not a great answer, but... Yeah, I mean, I when I finished the movie, I was like, this is going to be the feminist film of, like, the decade. This is going to make Greta Gerwig, when she dies, a legacy. Like, this is the best film I've ever seen and the best representation representation of feminism and like womanhood and girlhood that I've ever fucking seen in my life and that's how that's the end that's, that's what I gotta say I can't yeah. I'm very excited for her Barbie movie with Margot Robbie yeah she's co-directing with I her I just have to put that into the universe I'm excited for Barbie thank you so much for tuning in yes thank you for listening to us talk about little women it's been fun thanks Um, Feel free to check out more arts and entertainment podcasts coming this semester, as well as the podcast that me and Griffin host, uh, the Dinner Table Podcast. And the 1909. And the 1909. And the the News Podcast. And the News Podcast. And then anything that we have online at thestatenews.com.